good jabri we got you on the live what's popping on instagram and we're on facebook simultaneously while i wait for my guest we could talk about a couple of things man a couple of things that's been happening um i try i try i really do try to use the theater of the mind and try to record and do things that help us escape from what's going on But I'm eight episodes in, and every episode has been about something significant and heavy and weighing us down. And, you know, it's like, damn. It's like, I really want to just be fun, man. I just want to have a good time. But it's really hard to be the escape when there's so much shit going on, dude. So much shit, dude. But, I mean, I want to keep it light. I want to keep it silly. But my guest, Jerry, I'm going to bring her on in a little bit, is going to talk about something that's pretty heavy, which is racism and sexism and porn. Um, but she's not ready yet. When she gets ready, I'll, you know, bring her in, chime her into the show. But at this point, it's just a recording session, so... I could edit out any dead weight, dead space, empty space, anything that just doesn't work the way that we imagine it to. And uh, I got some old uh, 80s music videos playing in the background. So I got a ghetto rig today because I'm in a random location. I am not at the uh, house or where I would normally record. Um, I was thinking about recording in the car, but I like the idea that I'm able to go on Instagram and Facebook simultaneously. And if you guys saw the rig, you would laugh because I'm not, I can't show it to you because the way I have it set up, I'll take a picture of it or something. But um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on. It's been a crazy week. Just, uh, it's been like hot as shit um, in Atlanta. Um I do pest control, so every once in a while I have to go outside and do things in the in the exterior. And uh, I would walk around the house once and be covered in sweat. So it's time for me to stop playing with my health <laughs> and get right. Um, but yeah, I mean, we got we got so much going on. I mean, the news is moving like a mile a minute, man. Like what normally would be just like you know a week's worth of news is like crammed into like three hours and we're being bombarded with a bunch of things that are happening all at once it's like you know Kanye is pretending that he's running for president so he can promote Yandi or whatever album he's dropping talking about Harriet Tubman didn't free any slaves <sighs> and then he went on to talk about how oh they just went to work for other white people it's like dude I mean a lot of these people were entrepreneurs. They started businesses. <laughs> and yes, of course, some people worked for other white people in different places, but that was a choice. It wasn't that they were being forced to work. They were deciding to do something, you know, on, on their own. And, man, I mean, there's that. That's dumb. I mean, it's just distractions. I mean, the president is a, is a, is a damn idiot. People are dying. There's a national, there's a global pandemic. There's, you know, America, I think, is number seven 
in fatalities and COVID cases. Like, it's just insane. And he wants to spend a, all this time talking about some test that he took in 2018. Oh, it's Preem. What's good, Preem? Yeah, I mean, he wants to talk about this stupid-ass test that he took, a cognitive test, just to see if he wasn't senile. And he's, like, talking about some foolishness. I think he said some shit like, and that's going to be, I'm I'm probably going to make t-shirts or hats or something, because that shit is hilarious. It's like, man, person, no, it says person, man, woman, TV, that's some bullshit. It's like, dude, what are you talking about? The dude is clearly senile, but I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. All I know is I'm just trying to keep my peace and just not really focus on this type of stuff, man. The the election, the politics, um, everyone is up in arms about anything that anyone is doing all the time. And I feel like me just putting myself or putting myself in a position where I could be somebody who talks about things on a platform, I'm pretty much setting myself up for failure because it's only a matter of time before I say some shit, it's going to piss everybody off. And what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I don't know. I don't know. I might as well just cancel myself right now. But I do want to talk about something that I didn't realize was... um, was so commonplace, which pretty much is just like, you know, black people, no matter what your status is, no matter what your education level is or level of intelligence is, you're going to fall victim to profiling. And I try my best not to. No, as a matter of fact, here's the thing. My grandmother was the one who spent most of the time raising us. And she was she spent a lot of time, you know, working. She was a registered nurse. And so I always hear about black people talking about this thing that they had to do. This, uh, this conversation that they had to have with their parents. Where they broke it down for them about how to deal with cops and they sat them down and they were like, look, man, this is how you do it. This is how it goes down. If a cop talks to you, this is what you need to do. I never had this conversation. I didn't grow up with a dad. I didn't grow up with um, anyone to really like break it down for me. So this preconceived notion that a lot of people, black Americans have, I never really had a chance to experience until it was too late (laughs) because it never registered to me cop bad or whatever like you're a person of color you probably shouldn't involve yourself with the cops for no reason especially if you're living in Georgia now mind you I'm from New Jersey I spent most of my life in New Jersey and that's where I lived I'm from New Jersey I stayed in Jersey I was in the middle of the ghetto where people were getting robbed and shot and killed all the time and I kept to myself I never really bothered anybody I never really got involved in any like street life hood shit none of that shit but I was always adjacent hood adjacent you know and uh I don't know 
I just uh, never, it just never registered to me. So I come to the South, and I'm in a situation way back. And I hope this is the last time that I have to tell this. I might tell it in like a fancy way. I might like sit down with people and just do like a story time and break down the whole situation about what happened to me back in 2017, I think it was. No, 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 no. It was 2007, I think. There was a stint between 2007 (laughs) and 2000 and I don't. 2009 I can't remember it was a blur but it all started from this one incident where I felt that my life was being threatened there were several men standing outside obviously drunk trying to pick a fight with me and I this is my first time in the south I've probably been here for like four months and I wasn't I was just getting acclimated with the people in the city I was starting to get like a couple of you know familiar faces and friends that I would see around and I took my Jersey shit to wherever I went. And I was loud. And I was boisterous. And I was expressive. And people in the South don't seem to like that shit. Um, they want you to be like, oh, yes, boss, whatever you say, boss. Mm-hmm. Oh, I sure is happy about having this job, sir. Oh, yes, sir. All right, now. And uh, it never registered to me. So when these random dude, like, I don't know who this guy is, what the fuck is going on with him, walks up to me, and he goes, he's chewing his snuff, he goes, hey, I don't like the way you're moving your hands there, boy. And I said, what? And there were five other guys with him. And I said, who the, yo, who the fuck, what are you talking about? And I started doing my whoop, 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 and then a bunch of dudes jumped in. So now it's one against five, four, whatever. And I'm like, man, fuck this. And so I kind of broke off away from the dudes that were trying to tussle with me. And I ran into the Waffle House. And I picked up the... I asked them if I could use their phone. Because at the time, I didn't have like a cell phone or anything. I asked them if I could use their phone. And they said, yeah. I called the cops. I said, look, I live at my grandmother's house. Literally like around the corner. It's like, there's the corner. Where this happened, there's the Waffle House, there's the Quick Trip, my grandmother's house is right there, like right there. So I called the cops and I asked them, hey, can you escort me to my house because I'm outnumbered, this isn't my town, I understand this is an open carry place, maybe people might have guns, I don't know what the fuck is going on, I don't know why these dudes are picking a fight with me, can someone escort me home? So I called the cops for help. I called the cops for help. My dumb ass, naive ass, called the cops to help me get home because I didn't know what the fuck was happening. And at the time, I was on some kind of like journey or something. I don't know what the fuck. But I had a library card. Having fun isn't hard when you got a library card. Anyway. I had a library card, and I got a whole fuckload of materials. I got the autobiography of Malcolm X, because my aunt had bought it for me, as told to Alex Haley. My aunt had made me read it once, and I read it, but I didn't... There were some sections in the middle where he was talking about, like, you know, history and stuff that didn't really register for me. 
So I didn't really like, you know, I wanted to read it again. Because I was so engulfed in like the storyline that I was so worried about like the characters and the story and all that shit that I didn't really register like the historical portions where he was like trying to break stuff down. So I kind of skipped that part over like mentally. So I had the autobiography of Malcolm X in my backpack. The autobiography of Malcolm, uh, of uh, a memoir or biography of Martin Luther King. Um, a couple of like tapes of stuff. What's good? It's James Brown. Ha! Hey, it's James Brown, y'all. He's in the building. Hey, James. Yeah. What we gonna say now? Yeah. <laughs> Moving. Yeah. Grooving. Yeah. I'm tired. I know this nigga is probably tired of hearing people with the James Brown jokes. It's like, yes, my name is James Brown. Yes, like the, yes, like the Soul Man, like the Sex Machine. Yes. Uh huh. Hilarious. Yep. Made me want to jump back, kiss myself. Hey, sorry about earlier. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Let me. Uh, I'm being distracted, y'all. So I'm going to continue telling the story. So look what happened, right? Bet. So I had all these black power books in my bag, sort of. Like I was just reading random stuff. I think at one point I had even gotten Mein Kampf with the intention of reading it just to understand like what would possess a person like Hitler to even like really be as insane and as manipulative as he was to be able to get all these people uh, on his team. But, uh, (laughs) <laughs> it keeps you famous, hell yeah. Um, okay, so I don't know what reason the cops were digging in my backpack. But for some reason, I had my books in my backpack. And I guess, and I have no idea, this is all speculation. My guess is that he knew the kid that was trying to fight me and his people. And he thought that I might have been like on some black militant shit and uh uh oh hold on yeah so he thought that I was I don't know what they thought right but when I'm excited and things are going on I'm not calm and subdued I'm 19 years old I don't know what the fuck is going on I talk fast I move fast. I'm from New Jersey, man. Like, a lot of people think that being Jamaican, being West Indian, of West Indian descent, and being living in New Jersey is like a double whammy. Because it's like these dudes are like. Um, these dudes are like um, extra loud. I mean, if you've ever seen a, a, a West Indian person tell a story or speak, it's they're putting on a production every time. Uh, that's what Abib just talked about this shit the other day. It's always a show, right? And then on top of that, you put Jersey nigga on top of that. It's like, hey, yo, 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 I don't know what the fuck. Yo, I'm just sitting here minding my fucking business, dog. Like, I don't even know, man. <laughs> so they don't know what the fuck to do. They just like, yo, this dude is obviously on drugs. Gotta be. This is the only way. I got something to tell y'all. I might have puffed a blunt every once in a blue moon, maybe two or three or four times in my life. Never been high. 
Might have taken a sip of some alcohol. Didn't like the taste. So I never really pushed myself to get drunk. So never been drunk. There's no moral or religious purpose for it. I don't believe that people are lesser or more if they drink or smoke or whatever or partake in any kind of uh, extracurricular activities. I just never got around to it. So, I don't know. Anyway, um, all I know is, you know, they thought that I was something. I knew that I wasn't. Yeah, we definitely got to change that. And I've been thinking about that. i actually been thinking about doing uh, that, but also documenting it and kind of like making it a series. Like, well, you know, I'm try- I'm going to get drunk for the first time and then we're going to film the whole fucking thing and make like a little like mini web series about it. Like, you know, 30, 33-year-old guy gets drunk for the first time ever or some shit, you know? <laughs> 33-year-old guy tries Coke for the first time. We're doing the episode, episode number 450,762, Late Bloomer Podcast. Okay, so, some wine. (laughs) I I sip wine, it doesn't get me drunk, it doesn't get, like, I mean, I might feel a little, like, chill or whatever, but I don't get drunk, I don't know. Anyway, I guess I'm telling the story, so... The cops basically locked me up. The guy that I called the cops on went home. And my grandmother and her hu- and her husband at the time, who we do not speak of anymore because he's a cunt, bailed me out. 19 years old. First time I've ever been arrested in my entire life. First time. My guess is probably the last time because I'm not a criminal. Sorry. I love you guys. You know, I I appreciate all you street brothers that are out there in the trenches. But I'm not, nor will I ever pretend to be a street nigga. I get nothing out of that. I gain nothing from that. Now, I'm hood. I have hood tendencies. I like ghetto things. But that's because I can appreciate the culture that it, that it comes from. You know? And I understand it. And I connect with it. And my heart bleeds for the people that are in these places. Because I witness firsthand. The people who just don't want or are given an idea of who they are and accept it. But I know that the thing, the appeal of this um, ghetto stuff, I understand it. I don't glorify it. But I appreciate the aesthetic. Dirty dancing. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, so we're going to continue telling the story while I stall for time until my guest comes. I hope she didn't fall asleep. Anyway, 
So, yeah. Pretty much it's like this. First time getting arrested, my guess is probably the last time I get arrested. Now, remember, I never had the talk that everyone talks about. Like, I swear, I promise you that I've he- I hear this on all kinds of stuff. Uh, news outlets, black TV shows. There's always that thing where they talk about that talk that they have where they have to sit down with the with a black young man and explain to him what it's like you know if a cop comes you got to do this and this and here's the rules and regs and how to do this so you don't get killed <laughs> um but uh my guess is that yeah the uh, I never had the conversation, so I thought that, you know, the cops were going to help me. It didn't turn out that way. And this pretty much opened Pandora's box. It went from my first time in my entire existence getting arrested to getting arrested four or five times, I can't remember, consecutively. And most people that get arrested as often as I had gotten arrested have some kind of a mental disorder. Something's wrong with them. But my problem was that I was just young and I was in the wrong place at the wrong time on too many occasions. And what happened was these things happening and subsequently just making me end up in places where I just, you know, ended up in a world that I would never have gotten into had I not just called the cops and asked for help. And so the story goes on. I mean, it goes on. And the problem that I have with this whole situation... Um... Oh, no. Hold on. The problem that I have with this whole situation is that... They tried to ruin me and tell me what I was. Tell me that I was a juvenile delinquent. Tell me that I was a, an addict. Tell me that I was crazy. Tell me that I was incapable of communicating my thoughts without making people in the room uncomfortable. Tell me that I was homeless because I ended up being homeless because of this whole thing because my family didn't want me to stay with them. But here I am. And so I think that the reason why the whole divorce thing fucks with me a little bit more than most people is because I got out of that shit. You got to understand that this whole thing happened 10 years ago. Yeah. Like almost 10 years ago. And I'm still traumatized by the fucking shit. Being in solitary. Having to be on probation for five years for a felony for some arbitrary fucking... um, technicality where it's like 
well, he didn't try to hit a cop, but you didn't make contact with a cop, but you tried to hit him. It's like, I didn't try to hit a cop. You think I'm, you can't say that nowadays, but you think I'm stupid? You think that I'm mentally incapable of comprehending that you don't physically attack a police officer? I did not try to hit no damn cops, but it was my word against theirs. And at that time, getting locked up was a violation of probation. So they had tacked on two years, a year and some change of me to have to serve time and then ask me, hey, you can get two choices. You could build a trial. Maybe they'll get you off or figure out what we need to do to rearrange your whole situation. and Or... I know you've been in here for like a year and some change. Probably ready to go home. It'd be easier for me and you if we just took the plea. So what if we just did five years probation, you just served two years, and I do three years probation. Then once you complete the probation, the felony is expunged. You plead NOLO. Good, right? This system is not designed for people to succeed in that thing because if you look at my record and you see that I got locked up four times prior right most people that get locked up that often have a drug problem a mental health problem something right fortunately I didn't have any of those things so I was able to complete the probation have the felony expunged from my record etc etc But the fact that I even had to do this shit in the first place is fucking stupid. And so, I don't think that anyone who has a history of getting locked up would ever just change and then automatically be able to complete four years probation. I had to take piss tests. Luckily, I don't smoke. So, I was able to pass all the drug tests. I had to somehow make it to uh, probation, but I didn't have a car or a job or a place to live. But somehow I was able to figure out how to get done. Then I went into a transitional housing program that was able to help me pay off all that shit, pay off all my fines, then get my, my probation complete. But if I hadn't gotten assistance from an outside source, I would be back in the jail again, serving the rest of the three years for my five years felony probation. So, um, let's talk about porn. (laughs) Sorry for being a downer, but the whole episode is supposed to be about pornography. And so I'm going to call my guest, Jerry. So we got Peyton America in the building. We got Queendom in the building. We got Who is Joy in the building. We got Preem in the building on Instagram. We got Theo, Theo Taiwan in the building we got your b in the building we got simply shay in the building what the hell on my way huh what are you talking about hello what is going on? I am so sorry. There is a crack in my screen. So if you call me, I can't answer. I have to call you back. 
I'm so sorry. The disrespect. Hello. No, you Gucci. So what's good? What's good? What have you been talking about? You talking about police? Uh, how they set up the black man? They set me up. They tried to ruin they, my they, fucking they life. Because you black, baby. It's because you black. I'm not black. I'm yellow. You are yellow, but they can see the difference. You don't look like a... No, they set like me up because I look Mexican. They thought I was Mexican. Okay, so you brown. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't look... <laughs> you know, you ain't the right color. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. Damn, that's messed up, man. I had to learn the hard way. Man, if I would have just went to Gwinnett County College. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, like, I could have just applied to school and just stayed out of this shit and just, like, after I got locked up the first time. But what the fuck, man? Anyway, go ahead. What were you saying? Um, That's part of y'all's life, unfortunately. That's that's part of being a black man. What is it, like, one in every three black men get locked up within their lifetime? Man, that's bullshit. age of 40? That's bullshit. It's on. It's, it's by design. It's by design. Um, what were you? So you know, I missed the first half of the podcast. Yes. So I kind of came in with you talking about these things. Now I know that we were supposed to be uh, talking about the racism and sexism and uh, in the porn industry. In the porn industry. Yes. So don't know how we segue into that, but uh, yes, I'd love to talk about this. <laughs> I'm sorry that you had these experiences. Let's talk about porn. But listen, <laughs> but the point I'm making is this, man. The situation should not have happened at all. No, no, no. At all. And I'm still traumatized by that fucking shit. And I feel like I need to call Gwinnett County Police, or Gwinnett County Commissioner or some. I got pulled now. I, mean, I got homies that are, that are senators now that are in the fucking, yeah. like, I got a dude that I call all the time that is actual, like, district senator. Um, yeah state representative you know what i'm saying yeah and he's trying to make changes and i feel like you know there's a way that i could get some kind of compensation for that fucking pain and distress that they put me through dog that's true it's, it's that's that's a way of going about it i think that that's a way that will cause you even more distress in the long run i need closure man i need them to say i understand it. that i can understand that i think there is a bigger picture going on where You'll get more than closure because it won't be just you. But that's another podcast for another time. Maybe. Right, right. So <laughs> people be jacking off to porn and shit, right? Yeah. But then racist shit be happening and they go, oh, well, and they keep jacking day. off. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> and then they feel bad about it after they come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like you nut and then you go, damn, that was some racist shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what's bad is Wanting to find um, couples, like amateur couples even, that uh, definitely put a lot of work in with each other. Like, you can tell they like each other. You can tell maybe they love each other. Yeah. Um, and they and you might find a couple that makes tons of videos and good content. Yeah. But they still title their stuff, like, Girl Next Door is Slutty Whore. Actually, it's going to be worse than that. It's going to be like, <laughs> ratchet ass bitch down the street um, gets pounded. And it's like, that's their girlfriend of 10 years. Is this the thing that happened? Because I don't really watch porn, so I don't really know. Oh, shut up, shut up. Like you don't watch porn, shut up. Never seen um, it before. <laughs> never never looked at the stuff. Ugh. Okay. But I mean. You, you, but you still know what I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, when, is, when is black people involved anyway? Because, of course, me personally being a black person, I do like to see black people. Well, I don't watch porn, but from what I hear, black porn is really not um, great quality production. From what I hear, like I I don't watch porn, so I'm not really sure. 
So since you don't watch porn, I guess you can just be quiet and just let me just talk <laughs> this entire time, right? Okay, go ahead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... I got yeah, off of so, Facebook and just died. Damn it. I should have put the fucking... Go ahead, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. Yeah, Facebook died. Go ahead. Okay, we're still IG. Um, okay, so where do I begin? I guess where I want to start... So I guess since we're already kind of on the topic of racism and kind of going through racism, I'll start with that. Just the fact that if you want to find, um, you know, black people doing their thing with whatever other fetish you have on top of them being black, because that might be a fetish, but it's just because you just want to see black people, just prefer black people. Um, let's say you like black people, but then you want to see a little bit of a bondage or something. So... Um, you might go to one of your favorite uh, bondage, uh, or maybe you don't have favorites. Maybe you just type in black bondage or ebony bondage. Or James bondage. Shut the fuck <laughs> So then, <laughs> you probably will end up getting somebody black that gets treated way worse than somehow the, the Asians and the, and the whites and the other people within these, um, like, for some reason, they get treated just a little bit worse. Hey, Jerry, you think you could tell people on Facebook that we're on Instagram, Bloomer Pod? Sure. Is your Facebook still on? Uh, it probably died, but maybe you could put it in the comments. Okay. Give me just a second. Let me put this speaker. Sorry. Um, but, yeah. So, that's one thing, and I might be a little bit biased again. But... I mean, I've just noticed things over the years. So what have you noticed? Um, well, the main thing I really want to talk about was sexism within the porn industry. Okay. But um, just starting with racism, though, and just, you know, the excuse is always, well, it's about fantasy. It's about fantasy. You know, so that's why they can go to certain extremes within porn with the plots or just the way that they name things or the type of setup that they set up for you to be, you know. Because obviously these people are not having sex with their brothers and sisters or stepbrothers or whatever. Yeah, I don't understand that shit. I think, like, I don't know why they're trying to push it so hard, the the, the um, incest shit. Like, I don't... Yeah, me and you talked about the whole incest Yeah, thing. I don't think people it's really cool. give a fuck about that. Like, I really just think, like, it doesn't... But you, here's the thing. That's, that's gotta not be true. Because if that were the case, it would get no play yeah. on porn sites. And it's like, oh, it's like the main thing you see on the front page is gonna be, brother has sex with stepmom. Right. Blah, blah, blah. And sometimes it's not steps. Sometimes it's especially the, the daddy shit. Right, I cannot right. stand the daddy having <laughs> sex with the baby girl. <laughs> it's the worst. Um, but but yeah. real quick, I want to stay on the racism thing. What I did okay. notice was that the same people who would go, well, the Dixie flag is for heritage. A lot of times that symbolism is used in porn specifically when it's a it's an interracial thing to indicate that they're they're like shitting on like racism or they're shitting on the black person by 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 blazing them the Confederate flag or putting a Confederate flag T shirt on them after they bust or whatever. Like like just But you don't watch porn, right? No, I I've never watched it, but my friend told me about this. He was like, <laughs> he was like, yo he was like, yo, um, they be doing these girls dirty and they'll be like, uh, fucking them and saying shit like, oh, uh, how about Tyrone? You're not going to fuck with black guys no more, huh? No, baby. No, I only white man from now on. <laughs> shit like that. It's so well, weird. I've never seen that before, but I believe you. <laughs> because, I mean, some of the stuff I see will be like, 
even even the the, the reverse racism porn, where they have a white girl on a, on a couch, they ask her questions, and she's like, "Yeah, I hate black people." <laughs> like, and, uh, yeah. and I'm like, you know, you about to get fucked by one right now, right? Right. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, this so here's the thing. I think that. Like, yeah, anyway, yeah. I think that porn in general is just racist, like overall, it's and like there's nothing like that has black women in it that doesn't say uh, ebony bitch or ebony slut or ebony whore or ghetto, ghetto yeah, ghetto bitch or whatever. And it's like this is a lovely woman. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. And you're right. You're right about the thing where it's like there's there's this there's a very small niche of people, amateur porn people who uh do these sensual I'm gonna go ahead and put a plug in for Rock and Shay. Rock and Shay, yeah. Ahead. People like that. I'm it's a, it's it's I'm gonna go ahead and put a plug in for loyalty and royalty, even though he does do the, the <laughs> clickbait titles. Okay. Okay, I love them because I can tell they love each other and they have a good time with each other. They right. have a hood, but they have they have a good time with each other. You can tell they love each other. Right. I'm gonna also put a plug in. A for, butt plug. Um, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, she's at uh, my house. Oh, she's at her house. I forgot their names. Oh, now that we talk about porn, people want got stuff to say. I see. Okay. Anyway. Right. Uh, but okay. But okay, so you got so you know about these couples. So yeah, so this thing I, told you I watch porn. You watch porn too, nigga. I've never never watched porn in my life, really, to be honest. Okay. Um, right. But these I'm people, these these people that you speak of are having <laughs> sensual uh, sex that is healthy. It's I not, don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Rock and Shay don't use clickbait titles. They just kind of be like, you know, <laughs> fucking in the living room. You right. Caught her, caught, her, caught her slipping in the bathroom, type of stuff like that. Um, loyalty and royalty do a lot of role playing. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Like, that's weird for me to be like, hey, I'm a doctor and you're my nurse. Or It's so cute, though. It's, so, <laughs> it's like, it's such bad acting. It's, so, it's like just the right amount of um, plot and they do it themselves. Like, they have, you can tell they're having fun. You know, they be coming home from a club. They be like, "Hey, baby," <laughs> like you can tell. Like they was, they was like, "Let me set the camera up real quick. I'm gonna pretend, pretend like I just met you outside this club." <laughs> and they are so cute with it though. And then they'll record and they'll go back and cut it up and make like a little sequence. And then he took her home, and he was, she was like, "Oh, I gotta really get home soon because you know, blah blah blah." He was like, "Oh, baby, don't go." And they do the little thing. Sometimes they'll do like one was really funny. He did like he was like a probation. He was on probation, and she was his <laughs> probation officer. <laughs> <laughs> and she came over and she was like, "You got weed in this house?" He's like, "Oh no, I ain't got no weed." She's whoa, like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Like <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, Jerry. Give me one second. You mean to tell me? You mean you mean to tell me yes. that you actually follow the storylines? I love loyalty and royalty, honey. <laughs> yes. So this is what I was gonna get into when it came to the the sexism. Okay. Of of porn. So the thing is like. There's not too much porn mm-hmm. that you'll find on free sites, sites such as, you know, X Videos, Pornhub, and Porn. Yeah, there's not too many things that you'll find on these particular sites that were made for the woman's eyes. Now, there are categories 
that say, you know, oh, feminine porn. But even those categories were curated by men. And most of the stuff that you'll find in those categories are still for men's eyes, such as lesbian porn, which is mostly made for men to watch. These women do are not, they're still acting. They're not actually pleasuring each other. They're doing what looks cool <laughs> on, you know, they're being, they're being directed behind the, the scenes right. to, to flap their tongue as fast as they can over some, over this girl's clit, right. you know, suck on the fucking lips or whatever. Excuse me if I'm being too graphic, but it's we're talking about porn. I'm just saying it's literally they'll literally do the same things that you'll see the guys doing. Hold on, someone said X N X X. Chevy said that. X N X X. That's another site. Same thing. And then and then um uh, um Maisha said that uh, role play is fire. I don't get it. It's not for me. I don't get it. Yeah, nobody asked you though. Oh damn! And then, and then somebody said, "Oh, what an interesting turn of events." Chevy said that it's funny because I was yeah. literally just talking about like black um, police brutality and, and mistreatment. Exactly. Anyway, I said that. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting to change the subject over to. But um, but yeah, so um, back on topic, like there's there's just not there's not a lot of things that you'll find that actually truly interest women. What's really sad is there's so many. How do I put this? That you got you got so much porn out there that yeah. they'll categorize and say, okay, so this is, must be what women want to see. They didn't ask any women what they want to see. They just was like, this has got to be it, you know, lesbian porn, or, right? You know, this that third. But it's like, mm, no, and it's, I definitely don't want to see two two women who aren't even gay, <laughs> right? Even gay. Pretending to be gay, yeah. <laughs> Pretending to be gay for the money, right? Gay for um, pay. Doing things on screen that will only turn a man on. This is not what actual lesbian sex looks like. I can tell that none of you guys involved have ever even seen two lesbians have sex, have the pleasure of being able to see two real lesbians having sex. So what what kind of porn, someone asked you a question. They said, what are you into as far as like, if it were were a lesbian porn, what would you consider to be um, realistic lesbian porn? Would it be like um, someone who's a masculine um, or or a femme on top of... On top of someone. I think you're missing the. I think the person who asked that question is absolutely missing the entirety of the point. Okay. So what I'm going to get into okay. now are different types of feminine, not feminine. Yeah, you know, like feminine porn, okay. porn that would actually be meant for female consumption. Okay. Um, so good examples of that. I gave some examples actually before. Um, like I said, there's not any that you can find on free sites. There have been plenty of women who have started their own porn sites that are for the female eye, such as Make Love Not Porn. Although that site costs a lot of money <laughs> for the subscription. Right. There's another site called Beautiful Agony. Beautiful uh, Agony. So make, make Make Love Not Porn okay. is I think with that particular site, not only do you have to pay a good amount of money to be able to get other people's stuff on there. I think these are your regular regular people. Yeah who post videos of either themselves or them and their mates making love. and uh, But there's no professional I, stuff? Mm-mm, not that I can think of. Okay. Not to my knowledge. Now, I, I learned about this particular website through a TED Talk. The lady who owns the oh, site wow. talked about porn and the violence of porn and how it needs to be focused more. It was more like saving the planet type of thing rather than just helping women out. Right, right. You know, it's more, it's more like, hey, violent porn actually has fucked up our psyche as a people mm-hmm. so here's the site stop fucking people's psyche up 
Right. To right. yourself. Right. So that's what that was about. That's make love, not porn. Um, I haven't subscribed to it because I think in order for you to be able to see other people's stuff, I think you have to upload your own content as well. Mm. So I don't have a partner for which I'm comfortable with doing that. Right, so right. that's why I'm not doing it. I mean, but people do, people can do solo stuff too, right? I think so, yeah. But I'm just not. That's not really, you know. I'm not the. If, if I'm doing something for me, it's for me. I'm not gonna put up a camera. Yeah, you know, and record myself. Maybe I would, but still, it still would be for me and not for a site for me to be able to watch other people. I'd rather find another way to watch other people. Right. I'd rather watch my real friends. Real hey, life. can you hold on? Like, um, hold on one <laughs> second. Hold on one second. Okay, I'll hold on. Matter of fact, continue okay. to talk. Get, hold, hold on. Gotcha. Let me stop exposing myself and keep back on the subject. Do you want me right? to make you anonymous and then no one knows who you are? I don't really care. I've talked about this subject a million times and I'll talk about it again. All right, hold on a second. Girl, where I'm headed with my life, this ain't gonna slow me down. <laughs> okay. On no. where I've been. Okay, so basically you're saying that, um, okay, so I know that this is out of my element of my realm because this is something that I, I was joking about not watching porn, but this is something I genuinely have never seen. Okay, gotcha. Gay man's porn. Is it also directed in that manner where it's like kind of like directing towards men that oh, yeah, it's are aggressive, fun. masculine? Um, okay, so gay porn, which I do watch a lot of. You watch a lot of gay men porn? Yes, I do, honey. Okay. I, that's, that's, it helps me find a little bit more of what I want to see. A little bit more of what I want to see. Because a lot of times in gay porn, and I think I've said this to you before, mm-hmm. a lot of times in gay porn, um, okay, so like, let's say the the kink is like rough sex, just rough sex or rough oral or whatever, mm-hmm. right? When you search that, going through cis porn, cis cis you know, straight porn, you're going to find dudes really going at these women's heads and really like treating them bad. And it's supposed to be acting right. Mm. <laughs> like, I mean, it is acting to a certain extent, right. you know, but you know, like they, they do their makeup just to make sure they makeup looks a hot ass mess at the end of the, yeah, the clip, yeah. you know, but, and they, the messier, the better. Right. I have never seen gay porn where the guy is treated as bad as I have seen a woman treated regularly. With rough sex, so you're, the so they're subject. like, you good, bro? You good? I've seen that before. I've seen, you know, like a lot of times with gay porn, it's not as well produced really? as um as straight porn. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it is. You got some, you got some professional gay porn actors out there, but it's not as much content of very professionally produced male gay porn. Right. So then you don't get a lot of cut scenes where they cut and then ask the actors, "Are they okay?" Right. Sometimes in the middle of it. They'll be like, you know, hey, bro, don't, don't go that hard on them. What are you doing, bro? I've heard that before. Oh, wow. Said, like, hey, bro, like, you, you're doing a bit too much. And I've heard, like, them stop and be like, can you breathe? I've heard them stop and say, are you okay? Wow. You know, different stuff. Like, I've never, <laughs> even in more, more not amateurish, you know, because 
but even, like just in straight like porn, Habib I, show, I, like those guys that just like abuse those girls like that. Yeah, and, and straight porn, I have I have never seen where they are actually considerate of the women. I've seen in the bondage ones with SM, you know, bondage and um, SMS and stuff like that. Oh yeah, SMS, sorry, SNM, where they'll have interviews with them before or after. Yeah, I've both. seen that. Yeah, you know, but during, if you don't say the safe word, huh? Huh? Okay. And of course, if you did say a safe word, they're gonna cut that, hmm. and they'll probably cut whatever happened to where you ended up saying that safe word for the safety. You know, you signed a contract or whatever. But um, so you think that oh, almost all porn, straight porn, gay porn, lesbian porn, they're all dominated by straight white men who have like these aggressive natures who have no uh, interest in being kind or nice to the actors. That is all of America. As far as capitalism goes, wow. So, so what that, industry? That, did... Except for that last part of your statement, when you said actors, if you were to just take actors out of that out of that sentence, that statement can go for almost every entertainment industry, maybe even beyond entertainment in this country. Wow. Wow, and that's the thing that makes me kind of curious about people. And no offense <laughs> to my white brothers and sisters, but the interracial <laughs> marriages, I feel like, are there those things happening behind closed doors where the woman is just being degraded, being called the N word, being called, but in a setting where it's sexual and it seems to be like acceptable. It was fantasy. That's what, that's, that's what they do or use to sell doing very destructive, horrific, saying very destructive and horrific things within porn, uh, rape fantasies, you can't actually say the word rape. We can't actually search for rape, but you can search the word forced and get pretty much the same thing. Hmm. And you can't tell with some of these videos whether they're acting or not. Some of them. Right, right. Some of them you really can't tell. And one thing, um, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, my bad. And then, and then, um, like I said, you have, you, have, you have them being bluntly and blatantly racist. That's the only place where you can be blatantly racist and people are like pretty much okay with it is in the porn industry. That's, that's as far as I can think of. The only pl- the only place where a white person can say the word nigger freely <laughs> mm. and not get punched in the face, you know, or not be not lose their job because it's part of their job. Like you know, it's the porn industry. And well, actually, actually, there's two places that you could say the n word freely. Right, it's on a porn set, right, and uh-huh. a Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> the only place where a white person. Yes, white person. A Quentin Tarantino movie. Call somebody else a nigger, and the other person has to act like they like it. You stepped all over my (laughs) joke. But I'm sorry for running your joke. (laughs) Okay, okay. Anyway, but yeah, you're right. Um, and uh, there's that. There is, um, like I said, um, there's things that go on really bad in the in the on gay in gay porn where you talking about gay um, lesbian or gay men. Gay male porn. I can I can literally go to any category you can think of, and I can tell you how all the porn is shit right now. So in gay porn, you got the situation, the fantasy of a man, a gay man turning a straight man gay, turning them out. Is that a real thing? Because I heard yeah, that a I lot. Know. I feel like I heard a gay guy, Tim Dillon, talking earlier, and he said that. It's not. It's not a thing, really. I mean, you don't just decide one day that you're that you're gonna just do gay shit with a dude and say that you're straight unless you're on drugs or you're trying to get drugs. Said most of these dudes already kind of had it in them a little bit. 
Yeah, that's not anything what I was talking about, though. I know, I know. I just, <laughs> I, I get it. But you're saying but I, that. Yeah, I, I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go off topic, what that, but. What that perpetuates, what that perpetuates is a fantasy. Not saying that it started with porn, but there's a fantasy of turning dudes out. And the thing is, yeah, I think I get what you were trying to say because, yeah, you know, if you are somewhat, you know, on the spectrum of sexuality, you might have a curiosity there. Yeah. You yeah. may need a little nudge. But the thing is, it should always be your decision. Right. You shouldn't have anybody coerce you into sex. Now, women are very used to being coerced into sex. That's um, one thing, too. Yeah, the, 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 there's a lot of gay men that talk about turning out a straight dude, but I don't really yeah. hear too much about straight women. I mean, gay women turning out straight women. Oh, that happens, too. I mean, but I don't hear them talk about it as openly as a gay dudes be talking about uh, flipping straight men. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, I think, I think, I think that goes into like the culture of things. Yeah. Like steering off from porn, but going into the culture of things, lesbian women, once they reach a certain age, they're not really trying to play games like that. They're yeah. ready to settle down. You know, they settle down very quickly. So they're not looking for somebody who's confused. Right. They want somebody who knows what they want. So the fantasy of the porn and, and this whole thing that they create, um, why do you think that shooting these turnout uh, or supposed or fake, you know, acted out uh, uh, reenactments of someone uh, turning a straight guy gay, uh, why is this problematic to you? It's not problematic to me specifically, but it does cause, like I said, I don't think it started with porn, but I still think it perpetuates and feeds um, a oh, kind of behavior. the gay agenda thing that people think is a thing, right? If I if guess. if people think that gay dudes are trying to turn people out all the time, then they're kind of justifying this whole fear that there's a gay agenda and they're trying to turn people or something. You don't think so? I mean, the gay agenda is is it's bullshit. What they think the gay agenda is is more than just turning people gay. So I'm not gonna say that. But what I will say is, um, you know, the fear, just homophobia, period. That doesn't help with homophobia. Yeah, so you're saying these type of turnout videos that they're producing is kind of, you know, it's a, it's, it's not good for the gay community because it put, it perpetuates a stereotype that it, it feeds into a fantasy, which yeah. causes just as much turmoil as you feeding into incest fantasies or feeding into racial fantasies or feeding into um, uh, pedophilia fantasies. Right. In, in hentai and in um, you know, porn, bukake, whatever they got these they got these they're little girls. Mm-hmm. You cannot act like I mean, I understand that the culture is one way or whatever, but the culture stems around these Lolitas and little little girls. Right. The whole, that right. whole culture and their whole sexuality is very weird over there, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's mm-hmm. weird. But yeah. it's weird everywhere. If you think about anywhere where, where a country is sexually repressed, there are a lot of weird things about sexuality period and how they go about sexual fantasies how they go about porn how they go about courting each other how they go about interacting with each other sexually behind closed doors right right it gets really weird the more sexually repressed the country is so that includes japan that includes america yeah i think that the reason why stepmom and incest is so popular is because a lot of men might actually I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. And the whole thing with the uh, trying, pretending like a girl who's actually eighteen. I didn't say anything just now, but pretending like a girl who's actually eighteen 
is is a uh, younger and putting like fake braces on her and putting pigtails on her. That shit is weird, and it definitely borders on on pedophilia and normalizing pedophilia. Yeah, it's like the thing. The thing about it is, we can't actually get a, a little girl in here that's illegal. What we can do is dress up somebody who just turned eighteen, who looks young, who you know already looks young. You know, we can dress you up to look like a twelve year old, and have you be a cheerleader and have sex with your coach. Hmm. We can have you. You know, be a school, a school, you know, you in school making bad grades, you got to make extra credit after class. Sometimes it's not even a plot. Sometimes it's just I'm fucking this little girl. Like, literally the whole thing, the whole channel or whatever it's called, barely, you know. Barely legal. Yeah, barely legal and stuff like that. And mm. that's it. That's the fantasy. <laughs> I want to fuck little girls. That's weird, man. So, But it's very normal and porn. So that's one thing that has become more popular or more um, under uh, like more, it's become more known that it's happening. Is that there are websites like Pornhub who are allowing actual pedophilia to happen because their verification system is very whatever. It's just like you put your name in and you put your age in. Like they don't have no identification verification, and so there's people who are 15, 16 posting videos that are literally pornography on Pornhub that they just never flagged and they never took down. I did not know that. Yeah, it's been happening, and um, yikes. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a I don't know what's happening exactly. I don't know how to explain what's happening, but it's almost as if. There's been this huge underbelly of pedophilia that has existed for so long, and now it's coming out to the forefront, and people are panicking. <laughs> people are panicking. Yeah. I mean, like, Jeffrey Epstein, and then his girl, and then, like... Like, who are these people you speak of that are panicking? Because I'm happy that it's coming to the forefront. The people that are panicking are the ones that are partaking in this foul behavior. And there's plenty of them. And there's a, and so many of them that I'm like, what the hell? Why are there so many of them? You know what I mean? And I mean, think about it. <laughs> like, think, think. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like my thing about this is like the type of porn that exists that is plentiful and and full and just a, a full of abundance that has existed for so long that we fell into easily discovering as the internet became a thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's always been very apparent how sick at least this country is. And then, like I said, if you get into exploring, you know, stuff made from other countries or whatever, it's kind of very easy to see how sick the world is. Just through porn and porn alone. I mean, you can find other ways to see how sick things were. But, like, just the porn industry alone. And, like, the first thing we said when we, when we started this podcast and switched the subject matter over was, <laughs> yeah, you jacking off to some racist shit and then you come, but then you feel bad after you watch it. Like, that is the... That's the process. Most of the time, when you're watching porn, is it's gonna be um, something that by the time you do find something quote-unquote good enough to feed into whatever fantasy you have, yeah. um, by the time you're done, you're not going to feel good about yourself. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. kind of like the pattern of it, right? Yeah. So the thing is, when I watch feminine porn, I don't feel that way. I feel great after I <laughs> feel great after I come. And and the thing is like it's it's not very plentiful. No, it's it's, it's scarce. 
Yeah. But I just only mentioned. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put some more plugs in. I only mentioned Make Love Not Not Porn. <laughs> There's also um, beautifulagony.com. Beautiful what? Beautiful Agony. Spell it. Beautiful. Uh huh. Agony. Um, oh, agony. Okay. I thought you said yeah. acne. I'm like, what the fuck? B e a u. Like acne, like bumps. I f u l. Yeah. A g o n y. Beautiful agony. Okay. Beautifulagony.com. Okay. Beautiful agony, and it's. I'm sorry to um the certain the person earlier, like almost almost an hour ago, maybe thirty minutes ago, who was saying uh, who started to bring up lesbian porn specifically and what I personally would like to see. Yeah. The reason why I say he had missed the point a little bit. It's not about what I want to see. It's more of the difference between the male the male gaze and the, and the female gaze for one. So it's not what I personally want to see. It's literally the difference between being extremely direct and going around the bush, which is something that's going to be a more feminine trait. Um, sometimes it's a setup, like something that's more easy to grasp is nice setups, nice, nice, nice uh, lead up into the sex. To right. give some type of storyline. That's why a lot of women like to watch plot, even if it's ridiculous plot that'll make you laugh. Still. I never really watch plot. I always skip past that shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes if the plot is trash, you can fast forward a little bit, but then you always end up rewinding, like, when do we get here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> how did, you know, how did that happen? But, um, but you know, since the 90s, there hasn't been actually a lot of plot setups either. Yeah. That's really more of a vintage thing. Um, and now he is now considered vintage porn. Right. Um, so then, uh, anyway, going back into something that's a little bit more abstract. Right. So you have Beautiful Agony, which from with Beautiful Agony, what they do is they um, they shoot you from the shoulders up. Shoulders up, so okay. It's just pretty much a, a tight shot over your face. Okay. Um, usually it's a laying down position in the aerial view, so there's some type of camera set up above your bed or above whatever you're going to be laying down on top of. There are a few that I've seen that have been like different angles, but most of them are shots of pretty much your face up. You're not going to see any, excuse me, actual body parts. Hmm. And um, it's either going to it's either the person that's being recorded is playing with themselves, or maybe they have a partner there that's off camera. You can't see what they're doing, but they're pleasuring them in some type of way, and all you get is their their facial expressions throughout the entirety of the process until they come. That is really interesting. It is a beautiful. It is uh, very sensual. It it gets the job done. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna be a little bit um, straightforward about myself. Um, probably probably don't want to see my face expression when that's happening. I see a lot of men think that. And that's really sad. No, no, no. no. Trust me, I have that. this really stupid thing that I do where I stick my tongue out, but not like sticking my tongue out, but like just a little tip of my tongue, like. It looks oh, really Owen, dumb. I've been, Owen, I've been having sex with men for the past 10 years. <laughs> I don't think I've heard one man that I've had sex with in the past 10 years tell me that uh, they think that they are attractive when, when, they're, when they're having sex. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Their old face is attractive. Okay. But you I, think I, it I, is. 20, I am a straight woman, straight enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I do think a man's old face is attractive. You know, it might be a little funny. Think about how retarded we look. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we all look retarded. I've, I've, I've caught myself literally drooling. Like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm not even going to get into my, my, my <laughs> but, but, um, 
yeah, we all feel like we've completely lost control. We don't like necessarily the thought of what we look like when we lose control. <laughs> but guess what? The partner loves it. Yeah. Your partner absolutely loves that they brought you to that place. True. They want to see it. True, yeah. And I've had the girl hides her face. face. Yeah, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah, the girl hides her face. Don't look at me. You know, that kind of thing. I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You try to put your hand in your elbow <laughs> and all this other stuff. Don't hide it. I want to see it. I want to hear you. So that's the point, you know, ASMR, there's a reason why so many people like ASMR. Oh, yeah, there's ASMR porn now. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, ASMR on its own is kind of a fetish. It's, yeah. Well, it's like low-key yeah. a fetish. Yeah. So some people get sued to sleep by it. It's not always sexual. It's, but just, like, it's so funny. I'm not going to, but somebody from my church who's like in her like upper age and an older white woman is on the show and it's pretty funny, but I'm going to, we're talking about it. So <laughs> it's what it is, man. Hey, she on it. She, hey, look, hey, look. Sue, Sue Johansson was my girl. <laughs> Sue Johansson taught me everything I need to know. Do you remember, do you remember the, <laughs> what's the name of the woman who, who did the herbal essence commercials? I don't know the name of the woman, but I do remember those commercials. Dr. Ruth. He's got the... Dr. Ruth. She used to have a sex show. Older white woman. I'm thinking about Sue Johansson, older white lady with the curly hair. (laughs) I never heard of her. I saw a meme recently. They was like, if you know who this lady is, you are a pleaser now. You are a giver. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay, I'm going to have to... So so hold on, wait. You, You just put on a whole bunch of stuff. So Sue Johansson... Is a sex therapist or something like a popular like one? Like a sex expert from the from the early two thousands, I want to say. Yeah. Who used to do this late show? I think it's called the late night sex talk show or something. Late night sex show. Yeah. It would come on right after the Simpsons. Right. <laughs> okay. That is hilarious. Like, super early morning, and I remember her playing every 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 like late at late at night. It get to be like one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, something like that. Is this like an Atlanta thing or? No, honey, no. Huh. Oh, white lady. I never heard of this one. I'm like, how do you not remember? I, I never heard You're of this one. You're only a few years older than me. How do you not remember this? I don't know. I don't know. But, Just so, like Sesame Street. <laughs> so here's Just the thing. I do, I do watch. I have watched yeah, some. Yeah, I'm like, he ain't never seen no porn. Never seen no some jokes. <laughs> so, um, Maisha says that she remembers that show. and She loved it. Yeah, it was a great show. Yeah. Um, I'll have to pull up some YouTube links. You know what? That reminds me. I, I didn't learned put... how to put on a condom through that show. At 12 years old, which is a great age to learn that. Oh wow! You know what I'm saying I learned. Um, I learned a lot of different things. You, I mean, you don't learn nothing. You learn some things. It's, right. it's basically a whole bunch of people call call up to the show and say, "Hey, I'm having this issue with my boyfriend or our sex wife. Hmm. Give me some advice, and then she'll give advice." Do you watch uh, Doctor Drew when you were younger? Mm-mm. He had a radio show. I used to listen to that. He used to have call in, and it used to always be like young kids asking sex questions and stuff. See, I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't ask too many sex questions to a man. Huh. And I get that I'm a woman. Yeah. But I just, when I think about, I'm, I'm a grown woman right now. Right. When I think about, again, I've been sexually active for 10 years. I lost my virginity at 19 years old. And when I think about of the 10 years that's gone by, if I were to do a database on the guys who actually knew what they were doing, to some extent. Yeah. It's a very small amount. It's a very, very small amount. And then the guys of that amount who knew kind of what they were doing, of those guys who were actually able to make, you know, bring me pleasure, like, to, to the highest extent, it was like three. Right. Two, three. three. I was going to say four, but no, three. 
three, 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 three. But <laughs> here's the thing. The thing is I'm that. Not take yeah, I understand. And you're talking about black men, right? I've had sex with more than black men. Okay, okay. Well, I've only um, been with white, with black women. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I noticed that there is a a stigma in the black community about sexual sex and sexuality being uh, something that we don't address uh, with our parents. That's changing a lot. Yeah. It's changing a lot, yeah. but um, they, it, it you know especially if the, if you grew up in a religious family. Yeah, it was out of the question. You don't talk about it. You don't partake in it, and I don't want to hear nothing about it. And you kind of just go in blindly. And so I understand that. I understand that. Um, I too, you know, me too. I I didn't learn anything about sex at all from my mother. Not even about just my reproductive organs or periods or anything. I didn't learn anything about that from my mother at the right time. Anyway, she tried to give me a sex talk when I was sixteen. I was like, no. Right. And you know you're rare too because I didn't. I was like, you are way too late. Right, and you're rare too because I'm one of the people like you as well who didn't break until I was like nineteen. Yeah. Eighteen, nineteen, well, seventeen. My big sister and Sue Johansson did everything for me (laughs) that I needed. (laughs) Yeah, I lost Facebook again. Damn. Damn. Son of a bitch. Let me uh, get on Facebook and tell them to come to IG. My bad. I was supposed to do that a long time ago. Okay, it's uh, Instagram.com forward slash BloomerPod. B-L-O-O-M-E-R. Text it to me. P-O-D. Huh? Text, Text it, it to you? To okay, hold on. All right, hold on. Hey, guys, so... um. Wait, I think I added Yeah, I believe so. But if you send this hyperlink, Insta... Hold on, I'm going to give you the hyperlink. Instagram. I don't know if when the phone if the phone dies, does yeah. the Facebook go and like upload it anyway? I don't know. I think so. Isn't that what happened last time? I think so. Yeah. It uploaded up to the point where it died. Yeah. So you can uh, in the comment section put that hyperlink, and I believe it will take you directly to the page, and then the live is up there. Okay. But yeah. Um. I mean, sexuality and sex, I mean, the crazy part is that everybody is fucking all the time, but yeah. no one talks yeah. about it. It's so weird. Talk about it now, baby. Definitely talking about it now. Yeah, and then, you know, <laughs> Beaches said, and that's one thing about men is that you can't admit, I mean, I don't know about, I, I just know that it's it's tough for a black man to admit that he is not, he does not know something. <laughs> and so I wouldn't uh, see a man in my culture or age group at oh, go into a sexual situation and be, uh, um, and I don't know this, I'm just saying from what I hear from women, and, and say, you know, I've, I've never done this before, can you help me? <laughs> well, they, But they, they go into it like, yeah, I'm the best, and I do blah, 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 but then they're trash. And that's what she said in the comments. She said she's surprised how many guys act like they're good at sex, like sex gods, and they're trash in bed. And, um... Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing about me is, like, I'm all, I've always been a goofball, a cornball, but I've never been, like, walking around like I'm the best at sex. But I don't know. From what I... From my experiences, I seem to have had happy customers because they always return. <laughs> Stupid. 
but I've never had an issue where someone was just like completely like just like that was horrible. And then, <laughs> well, there's a reason for that. But shall, shall I explain? Yeah, please. <laughs> what? Not all women are the same. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but most women, yes, um, are not trying to. We have to kind of watch. Like, like you were saying, a lot of guys don't like to hear that they're doing something wrong or that they don't know what they're doing. A lot of guys overreact when they are challenged in such a way, especially by a woman. Or go, I don't need no toys. You better, I'll, I'll do it myself. Fuck that toy. I'm, a, I'm all man. I don't need that toy. What you yeah, need so that? that happens. All types of things happen. So it could go. It could be something as much as them just saying something. It could go as far as them being violent, especially black men. Which I know that's horrible to say. Damn. But it's a psychological, it's part of the culture. You know? Violence? Uh, violence is part of our culture. What is, what is this, how does the statement go? Who made that statement? Um, oh. Yeah, go get it. Um, somebody made a statement. They said to be black and to be conscious, relatively conscious mm-hmm. in this country is to be in a state of rage at all times right mm-hmm. and there's a lot of truth to that statement of course black people don't walk around angry all the time but it's kind of like a deep rooted thing like it's a, it's a, it's in there that yeah like this shit is fucked up like everything about our existence in this particular country is a pretty fucked up experience even our holidays I fucked up. You know, we get the shortest month of the year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They they teach the same three people in Black History Month all the way until you get pretty much up to high school. Who, high Martin school, Luther King, Harriet like, Tubman. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, Malcolm Rosa X. Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks. <laughs> you, get, you get Harriet Tubman. You might get Sojourner Truth. Uh-oh. You might. You might. You might get a little up. Thurgood Marshall in there, you know? Maybe, you know, like in high school though, not in, not in, not in elementary going up through middle school. Yeah. In high school, you might get a little, a little extra somebody in there. George Washington Carver. Ooh, the peanut. The peanut you know man. what I'm saying? The peanut and, <laughs> and the, uh, the traffic light, you know? Yeah. But they are not going to admit to all the different things that black people have done for this country, have created in this country. The culture that we continuously spew that gets taken and recycled and called somebody and, and renamed as their own for every music genre, for every style, for every everything. So we're not gonna get into that right now. Right. Um, <laughs> but can you say can you say that the art form, right, of yeah. filming yourself having sex with someone, right, coming in their face and then showing it to the camera? Can you say that that's a particularly um, white um, white American? art form that was created that now blacks partake in i wouldn't know because i don't know how far i don't i haven't i haven't studied enough to know how far back certain forms of of humiliation go yeah as far as humiliation being a um a kink but i can say that you know coming on somebody's face is a showing of power yeah Mm -hmm. it's about power right so I mean, it, you can you can easily tie, you know, you can easily connect the dots. No, what I'm saying is what Watch we know it. as as pornography today, right? Mm-hmm. 
um, like, like I said, you could connect the dots if you wanted to and say that's where it stemmed from. Right. I'm saying like the the most popular when it became mainstream and, and normalized for there to be pornography, it was made popular by white Americans with the movie Deep Throat. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. And so my guess is what I'm saying is like I think that the reason why what you see. Oh, wait a minute. You saw Deep Throat? I don't, I don't watch porn. I just heard about it, you know. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, what I'm saying is, I actually saw it's pretty. It's actually kind of trash. It's not even as good as people say it is. But uh, it was a cultural phenomenon, and it was an actual movie that was filmed and like re- released in theaters or whatever. But yeah. But I, I'm trying to say this. I'm what I'm trying to say is this. I, do you think that the reason why porn has so many racist and demeaning tropes against black women is because it's a predominantly white art form that now black people are taking part of. I think black people have always taken part of it. I just think that there's more black people now because of the same reasons there's more black people everywhere. But are there black porn studios that create good black quality, high HD black pornography content? For the same exact reasons why there's not a lot of black owned anything. So there needs to there be a porn some. Tyler Perry that comes out and just makes his own like porn empire. There needs but- to be way more than one. Just like there's a Tyler Perry and there's a Jordan Peele and there's a Spike Lee and there's a Issa Rae and there is a Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. There needs to be more than just one person creating content for the entirety of a whole race of people. But here's the question I have. Do we need a porn Tyler Perry? I don't. I, I, I would like to not use Tyler Perry's name. Damn. Okay, a porn Jordan <laughs> Peele, someone who's a visionary in the black. Different people of color creating content for us. Yes, most definitely. Someone said, I think need, it was Louis C.K. Yeah. Do we need more women creating content? Yeah. Um, that can be as plentiful and bountiful as you know what we see on these free porn sites. Yes, most definitely. Do we do we need more healthy sex? Uh, practices period yes do we need to start having actually more um more of the body and sexual forms shown in movies rather than blood guts and gore Hmm. being normalized yes what i would much rather see tits than blood in movies that's yeah that's that's a trip too the fact that we're able to accept you know somebody's you know guts falling out, but we won't accept some kind yeah. of like form we, of, of we romance. We extremes when it comes to um, when it comes to gore and violence in American films and TV shows. We push to the extremes of going so far as to see somebody's head smashed in, hmm. you know, and see and like we, we want to see the eyeball pop out. We want to see the brains. We want to see the intestines falling out of their stomachs, and that doesn't turn our stomachs. In fact, sometimes we even laugh. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? We've gotten to that point where that we're so desensitized to the violence, but then we see a titty. We see, we see Janet Jackson's titty, and the whole country shut the fuck down. Right, in one of the most violent sports of all time. <laughs> perfect, 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 perfect point. Right? Yeah, people you can watch people smash people's heads in, but we can't watch. I'm about to say people, people, NFL players get. <laughs> whole concussions and die mm-hmm. or become vegetables or go crazy like Hernandez and start shooting niggas there's a whole movie called concussion Will Smith it probably was a really good movie I really should have seen it he didn't it flop because it was too it was too real and his Nigerian <laughs> accent is very bad 
<laughs> Wakanda we, forever. I mean, they didn't feel what we having that. We like, we not feel that you really make a point and say what we doing to these black niggas in this. <laughs> we don't give a fuck these black bodies. We don't give a fuck about these black bodies. I mean, it's Bodies just modern people. slavery, to be honest, because the money that it they is. make. Yeah. It is. It's all related. It all comes back around full circle to the bullshit of this country. Right. But back to porn. Porn, yeah. So, <laughs> I think that porn is just... There's so many people that say they don't watch porn, but it's one of the biggest industries of all time, so some people, somebody's lying. You know? A lot of people are lying. You? <laughs> I mean... I I don't include in that. I, I never watch this shit. I'm just, you know, I feel like it's important for me to talk about it because it is something that exists, but I would never partake in such demeaning acts to watch other people having sex on film. Ugh, what is wrong with you? I can believe you when you say you never watched gay porn. I definitely have never watched gay porn. <laughs> I know you have. And that's the only thing you've been telling the truth about. <laughs> but there's one thing that um, I saw that was pretty interesting was that Tosh, I think Daniel Tosh had a segment on his show where straight men would watch gay porn and if they got hard, then they would get like oh God. stupid shit like that. <laughs> no, but um, uh, I think that I'm securing my manhood enough at this point to uh, watch gay porn and just see what's going on over there on that side. For research purposes? Yeah, um, but... Cool. The the thing is, like, I, I've said it before. I think I've said it on another podcast. There's a lot of strikes against me as far as, <laughs> as my acceptance of things. And the fact that I'm even accepting is pretty miraculous because yeah. I'm Jamaican. Yeah. I'm from New Jersey. There's, like, uh, I'm very heavily steeped in hip-hop culture, which is very misogynistic and homophobic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I grew up in the church. Yeah. So there's so many reasons why I would be, uh, you know, on the bad side of this whole movement. Yeah. Um, but fortunately, I, I, I don't have that animosity in me. And honestly, I think that if Jesus was out, he would be, you know, you know. Watching gay porn too. Let me shut up. No, stupid. <laughs> no, not why. That he would be pro, um, you know, gay rights and trans yeah, life. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would think that as well. Did it rain a little bit? I guess it did. Um, I would think that as well. Um, I'm not going to get into any Bible. No, no. Or anything like that no. at all. So. Let's not but, do that. Um, yeah. So what do you think is the solution, like you said? Or is there a solution? Is there a thing that we can come to a conclusion, a rapping that says like, hey, you know, porn is misogynistic, racist, um, d- disrespectful to women, Disrespectful to women of color. Uh-huh. Is there anything that we can say or do? Um, like I said, uh, I said just just like we have our Tyler Perry's and our Jordan Peele's and our Shonda Rhimes and our Issa Rae's and our Spike Lee's and our at this point I think Denzel Washington has started um, directing movies. Yeah. Um, it's like the same way we have all these different types of people who have popped up within the last pretty much ten years to finally fill that void in that particular entertainment industry. You know, we can do the same thing within this industry. I mean, but it's like, it's slow going. Like, I don't know how many people, how many women have taken a stand in the last 20 years within the porn industry to create their own um, websites and their own content 
that they know is going to be for women. And like I said, I only gave you guys two examples. There's plenty more because right. if there's any women who are watching this right now and you want to find some good-ish, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> I'm going to do another plug for you. Okay. <laughs> this hysterical literature. <laughs> hysterical um, what? Hysterical literature, which is actually, um, it got popular. It's not even considered porn. It was on YouTube, actually. Huh. And it was like the series of sessions that got really popular and it became a parody and of course it got made fun of and it, and it ended just like that because men decided to make fun of it because men don't understand how women work um <laughs> but it was um a series like six different sessions of different women um reading their favorite book their favorite passage from their favorite book while being stimulated underneath the table and um <laughs> There's one with a porn star. There's actually a porn star. I think her name is Stella. So she has a session. Stella! There's another one with this black girl named Soleil. That's my favorite one, of course, because I like to watch black people in any type of way, shape, or form, sensually. <laughs> and, um, and, yeah, and, it, and it's a great little series. And then, of course, like, it is, this is an old series. This came out, you know, somewhere early 2000s, maybe mid-2005, you know, mid yeah. 10, 8, something like that. And uh, then, of course, there were the parodies that came right after of like what would this look like if guys did it right and there were parodies there and then there were some other parodies that came out and of course it became a dead thing right but it didn't have to become a dead thing this, this could have gone somewhere either way i got off to two of those sessions okay what is it called they were amazing hysterical literature hysterical, hysterical literature. literature okay the name being um brought forth you know when they used to say that women had hysteria in the olden times of diagnosing women with um they're psychological, whatever. And they're like, oh, she has hysteria, hysteria. And they would basically give them an orgasm so they can calm the fuck down. Wow. Wow. Don't tell me you never heard about that. I, I think. Our, this is back in our Freud thing. Yeah, I think. Freud used to. Yeah, I think I did hear about that. Um, yeah, that's when the vibrator was created. Wow. Wow. Medical prop. Matter of fact, medical I, I think that the gynecological, the whole entire industry of gynecology is pretty much based off of racist and immoral practices trash. yeah it's that pretty shit that, that they should not have been doing but overall ended up helping women in general but still shouldn't have been done in the first place as a whole in a general sense the medical industry and science still can't explain fully the female orgasm and how it works or, or the purpose work. of like, it we've only we've only we've only just recently discovered that the clit is actually this whole entire giant thing. It's not just a little, the little nerve. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like a like a, a has like discovery. all those different nerves that that, that extend off of it and all. It's yeah. Like, so a vaginal. Kind of like I, no, I so can't describe really it, but it has like four parts, organ. right? Three parts, four parts. There's a lot of actually. I mean, I would say there's a main four. Yeah, it's just not that little nubbin that sticks out the top. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So like, the a vaginal orgasm. That's not even really a real thing. That's like a. Because it's all clitoral. <laughs> the clitoris goes inside the vagina, too. Wow. It's inside and around. And so it's like, yeah, that's not a vaginal orgasm just because it's inside the vagina. It's still clit. It's all clit. That's where we get all the pleasure from. The whole right. thing. The whole right. Thing, the whole thing. So, interesting, right? Right. Yeah. The only part that's exposed is that little nub. Hmm. The rest is internal. So all these discoveries have come from immoral practices? Um, no, I don't think, that, no, I think, I, I don't know. I don't, you know, 
I, I hear, I'm not a scientist. I don't know what they do right, to right. discover certain things. I don't know if they do autopsies and say, hey, you know what? This whole little thing is actually part of this clip. Right, right. You know, I don't know what, I don't know what they do. Yeah, but, I mean, we're, we're getting off topic, but we were talking about the porn industry. So I, I think we pretty much covered everything, didn't we? I mean, um, except for the whole, like, um, sex trafficking and the problematic things with women getting strung out on drugs and being abused in the industry and all that other stuff that's been going on, right? I think there were some more points I wanted to make about feminine porn being kind of outside of the box. Like, I gave some examples of, hey, here's here's something that can get a woman off and it's literally just a face. Here's another one where somebody's reading and you're going to hear them moan as they, you know, can't really take reading anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a particular artist. She's kind of in a in between between being considered a performance artist and her work being sort of pornographic. What she does is she takes fruit, and this has been turned into a joke as well. What she does is she takes fruit and she fingers the fruit very sensually, very slowly. Um, the fruit is always extremely ripe, so it's really juicy, and it'll be things like grapefruits. Um, it's usually something that has a seed that's in the middle. Yeah. So when she takes the seed out and cuts it in half, it's gonna look like a vagina. And then she'll take it and she'll start. She'll just start stroking it. It'd be like a. It'd be, what what I think people have made a lot of gifs out of them, so where they're just like quick little second little things, like a few seconds. But I think she takes like a good five minutes with each one of them. And so she's fucks the, she fucks the fruit basically uh, with, oh, her, wow. with her fingers. Oh wow! With her fingers, and it's sensual, and it you you watch it and you. I'm telling you, you feel some type of way. You watch it and you feel some type of way. Like hungry? No. <laughs> I'm not. Like, see, that's the thing. Like you're saying, like this shouldn't be made fun of, and I'm I'm probably gonna make fun of. Pretty it's much. being made fun of, and it's, it's been made fun of. It's, it's been made fun of. But at the end of the day, I remember when they first started cycling around. I yeah. remember when the, when I first saw these gifs, and people have seen it a few years ago. Yeah. Of this fruit just being fondled, okay. <laughs> and people were like, "What is this?" And it was it was it was an artist. It was a performance artist right right i thought but you were talking like, about the girl with the grapefruit that goes, oh no <laughs> no i'm talking about there's a particular artist that's called yeah. which i knew her name right now she'll take fruit she'll cut it in half yeah and she'll take the seed out you won't see her to do all this you won't see all the prep you just see this fruit on a white background and she takes different types of fruits like peaches plums um you should just cut to a different fruit and you'll see her finger, you know, stroking around the fruit, you know, touching it a little bit with a little bit more pressure. Yeah. Going to a certain part. She'll touch a certain part and it'll just juice up. It looks exactly like, it looks exactly like <laughs> what it, you know. And after a while, you're like, and she's touching it just right. You forget <laughs> that it's a fruit or something. You, almost. That's it's, funny. It's a, it's a, you know, you'd be like, hey, look, hey, she's actually doing, that's, that's how I want to be touched right there. <laughs> You know, you're yeah. like, that's it, right there, that's it, that's right. how you do it. Right, right. Well, um, I'm that's all those things sound really interesting, and I would like to, you know, check those things out. Um, I can't put the links in the bio on YouTube, unfortunately, because they're... Uh, you can put the links for Hysterical Literature. Okay. You can put the links for Beautiful Agony. Okay. You can put the link for um, Make Love Not Porn. Okay, I'll do that. But here's the and, thing. Go uh, ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was about to say, there's another particular uh, porn that I've seen in college. Nobody knows. We used to call it The File because it just, like, it just moved around my college. So I don't know how to find it now. We called it The File. The File, okay. 
it was it was experimental artistic porn. It was some of the most beautiful shit I've ever seen in my life. And I never have seen it again. I don't know how to find it. So if anybody's seen this <laughs> <laughs> She's just trying to find the shit that she saw. <laughs> no, the first the first the first clip, the first like scene yeah. was of these two people dressed completely in nylon like spandex, like the stuff that pantyhose are made out of. It's yeah. like full body suits made out of nylon. And they're like you know, rubbing on each other and trying to kiss each other, but they can't really touch each other. They can't really kiss each other because they have this nylon on. Right. And all of a sudden, here comes this knife um, and scissors and stuff, which goes into knife play, like a knife play fetishism type of thing. And they're slowly cutting away. Like, one of them cuts the, the mouth part open. Another person cuts, like, the, the thigh part open, whatever. They're like, slowly cutting away at this stuff so that they can actually touch each other and kiss each other. And then, of course, eventually they cut it all away and they get to fucking. It's great. That's hmm. the first opening scene. <laughs> Cool, cool. And every single one of them was completely different. It was just kind of like, it's like the black mirror of porn. Because, like, every scene was completely different, completely different concept, completely different um, way of going about editing it. Hmm. One was really creative. It was kind of, one of them was kind of like that pagan poetry video, which you can link that. The pagan poetry video that Bjork made, that's my favorite song by Bjork. In that song, there's clips of her having sex with her husband at the time, her husband at the time. Right. Um, and they, they do it in a very artistic way to where sometimes you can't even tell what you're looking at and then they'll they'll take the blur off and take the put the color back in and whatever and you'll see, Oh, she's sucking dick. <laughs> okay, you know, like I thought that was something completely different. I was like, Oh, she's oh they're, they're, she riding him now, great, you know, like then you get to the point where you can actually see without them um making it a clear picture. Now you know what's going on, you see the motion and you're like, Yep, that's a dick going into a vagina but you can't you know if a kid watched it, it'd just be shapes. Yeah, I think I, I think I know what you're talking about. I think Taking I've seen it. Taking poetry is my favorite music okay. video. Okay. Yeah. There well, was stuff like that in that in that particular the file. Okay. <laughs> that, was, that was like went around the file. <laughs> well, wow. like I said, I'm in a remote location. Um, the gotcha. quiet the quiet time is supposed to be 10, 10 p.m. over here. They were yeah, courteous right. enough to let me continue past the time, so I'm probably disturbing people. But so I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Okay. And uh, you should also wrap it up. If you partake in any sexual activity, wrap that sucker up. Because it's not worth getting... That's why getting... porn is safe. <laughs> right, that's why porn is safe. That's the way we're supposed to quarantine sex. <laughs> <laughs> wrap that shit up, B. Um, but yeah, I thank everyone who came to the live. Uh, Maisha, Ron B the homie, Preem, 666 Grim Reaper 777. <laughs> Thank you for coming. <laughs> and everyone else who was on the other live that came up earlier. Appreciate y'all. Um, thank you for checking out the Late Bloomer podcast. And thank you, Jerry, for coming by a uh, second time in a row to be my guest. We're sponsored by this time. Oh, okay. Yeah, this episode is sponsored <laughs> by um, uh, my favorite product, um, Quarter Water. It's pretty much Kool-Aid, but it's not really Kool-Aid, and uh, it comes in a little chubby bottle. I'm sure you're familiar with it. It's uh, sugar water with dye in multiple different colors, and um, it's a hood favorite. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, say we're also sponsored by a little plug in there for uh, <laughs> Carlos Miller, because <laughs> I love him. Carlos Miller? Yeah. Well, Blue giving us no checks, so I'm going to bleep them out. <laughs> Until they do. But listen, 
let, let it be known that I love Carlos Miller. Carlos Miller? Who is that? I see you grinding. He's is he the guy who made... No, he didn't make it. He's just being sponsored by them. Oh, okay. He's been pushing it hard. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, um, I can't wait till I get some of those real sponsors. But for now, it's all about the quarter water. And um, thank you, Chubby, and everybody who fucks with that. Um, and also Penny Candies. So You get a dollar, you got a hundred of them suckers. And shout out to the sidewalks. Keeping me off the streets. <laughs> and shout out to all my fans for keeping me cool. <laughs> All right, y'all. Hey, Jerry. Um, What's up? I meant to get you some up dog. Up dogs? What is that? You know up dog? Huh? You don't have any up dog? What is an up dog? Is, are you, is this a Nothing. What's up with you, dog? Oh, he's so lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the point. Dad, dad joke, dad joke of the day. That's gonna be my new segment. Dad joke of the day. You should have a dad joke of the day. All right, all right, y'all. Peace. Keeping it organic.